Hi, welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and this is part six of the Dominatrix Games. This is put out by utopiastories.com, and the story begins. Sighing in relief that this wasn't going to be a relapse of Mistress Pain, I eased my thoughts and began plotting against night. While thinking, Mistress Vanessa placed a black latex sheath that looked pretty similar to a condom around my entire cock. There was a tube that ran from the end of the sheath to something behind me, but I couldn't tell what. Vanessa told me that she could have made this process very painful, but instead, she would make it feel more like a massage. First, the sheath's air was completely sucked out to tighten completely around my cock. Then it began squeezing like a pulse reader and slowly began stretching outward. She was right. If anything, it was the most pleasurable thing that happened to me since I was here. I was planning on gagging you with a massive phallus and feeding you the same liquid like the other slaves. And trust me, you really don't want to know what it is. But your compliments and words have saved you. I was going to put you on one of my ass-pounder torture machines as well, so consider yourself lucky. <laughs> Unfortunately, I um, I have to place this special cock ring on you. There's no way around it, headmistress wants it on you, and, and so do I, when you become mine. It will utterly dominate you. Let's just put it at that. Now tell me, how are we going to do this, slave? Thank you, Mistress Vanessa. Knowing headmistress in this time I have, this is what I feel she'll do. Before she leaves, she'll put everything in lockdown. All facilities, buildings, and her home, of course. The other mistresses, her scientists, and all slaves will be unable to go anywhere near her home or other facilities until she gets back. She'll have her home under high security for the time being, keeping me and her other pet locked up and put under watch while her slaves remain secured in her dungeon. Then we hope Lexus can open some doors for us. That's where you're wrong, slave. Lexus can't do that unless she has explicit orders from headmistress. The way it works is if headmistress wants something she thinks about, then it relays that information to her AI system, which gives the command, Lexus. If she refuses, she gets punished severely. She can get away not relying messages of treason because they'll be in her possession. Even if headmistress asks, she can lie and she'll never know. That's all I know. I don't know who or what she is, so we can't go around expecting doors to open. You'll have to find a way to release Victoria then. She has an elite guard and probably knows the floor plan better than the rest of us. You can trust her. I found out she betrayed headmistress and is now paying the price. If anything, she'll follow you and help you in the pursuit to take down Knight. Then from there, the two of you will have to release Cat and me. She's been able to escape multiple times before. She can help us greatly. Once all the guards are out of the way, we trap Knight and instantly knock her out. She won't be able to paralyze us all. From there, you can claim her collar and the spot as Headmistress Vanessa. I'm very impressed, slave. I can't believe Headmistress didn't tell me about Victoria. No wonder why I haven't spoken to her in a week. She's probably being tortured. That bitch. She probably put her in the chamber of forsaken slaves. I have to get her out of there. 
Once this place is on lockdown, there'll be no hope of getting her out. Cat, though, I know who she is. What she has done, all we do, that slave single-handedly tricked us all on multiple occasions. All she wanted was to be the victor of the dominatrix games. Once she lost, though, something we all thought wasn't possible happened. She got out multiple times, tricked guards, got past security, and granted freedom for slaves. I don't trust her. And I will keep her bound to the highest degree after releasing her. I won't let her take my spot. With the loyalty of Victoria, she'll make sure that Trickster stays in her place. I understand, Mistress Vanessa. I have no doubt you will succeed as our superior. That's right, slave. The process is done, and congrats. You have a 15-inch length now. Sorry, my apologies. I didn't mean to state you have ownership of it. That cock is property now. It doesn't belong to you. It belongs to headmistress, then soon after it belonged to me. Don't start thinking you're anything but a worthless slave because of this plan. This is the home of the dominatrixes. This is where I and the other mistresses belong and rule. And we love it here. We don't like our boss, though. But that's going to change. If you aren't a scientist, an elite guard, or a mistress, you're nothing but property and owned. No rights, no say, no freedom, no nothing. We do as we please, and you'll accept it. Otherwise, you'll be disciplined. All you have done is given me a reason to be more lenient with you. Nothing else. Do I make myself clear? Thank you, Mistress Vanessa. I understand. I said trying to keep the disgust and anger away from my face. Excellent. Now, for the cock ring and butt plug. She is a fucking cunt. Calling me worthless and a slave? <laughs> she fucking is gonna wait until I get my hands on her. Let's see how you like it when you become the slave. I dominate and control women. They become my submissives and call me master like they should. I said to myself in extreme anger and rage in my mind, I couldn't stand these women. They were huge, arrogant assholes. And I wanted nothing more than to have them serving me as I could put them in their place as slaves. They were lucky I was playing pretend for my own benefit. Regardless of my fury towards these women at the moment, I couldn't believe this was actually working. I managed to get someone on the inside to help me and Cat. Although I grew slightly suspicious if Cat would try anything if she got freedom, even though her story about Victoria made sense. If everything worked out as planned, Victoria would betray Vanessa because of the friendship bond she had with Kat before they brought this to this hellhole. Then, with Vanessa out of the way, we could release Lexus and claim control of this place. All right, slave, now relax. The ring is very, very thin and transparent. You won't see it no matter how hard you looked after I placed it on, but I assure you it's there. I knew it was coming, so I accepted it. If she kept believing that I was obedient, it would make things easier in the near future. I closed my eyes, feeling this twist and this plug up my ass, then sliding the ring to the base of my cock, tightening it. A robotic female voice then began speaking out of midair once Vanessa took her hands off of the ring. Thank you for purchasing the Maximum CBT Chastity Ring and Anal Torture Chastity Plug. I am the AI of the ring. My name is Sina. 
but you may rename me if you like your purchase means a lot to us which is why i assure you you are slave and will be under my full control unfortunately i detect you are not wearing the collar of the sole owner being headmistress knight only the collar wearer may issue commands but i can set up the device for you if you like do you wish to proceed wait i don't know oh fuck i try to save before being violated and shocked on my package Shit. slaves may only speak when spoken to you will continue to be shocked for disobedience this is a default command to change it you must be the sole owner do you wish to proceed for set up yes perform set up vanessa ordered now sinking with chastity plug sink complete analyzing cock and balls for command complete set up complete until the sole owner is in the presence of the ring no further commands may be given goodbye what the hell was this thing i can't even speak freely anymore i'm gonna lose it in a second i wasn't allowed to speak most of the time and now i can't even speak unless asked fucking shit this jessica bitch is gonna regret the day she met me now i had to figure out how to get this thing off of me <sighs> well looks like i can't do anything else slave i guess i'll be seeing you in a couple days or so i have a feeling i'll have some major fun with that ring <laughs> you could say it will be my pleasure anyways holding device one package slave oh and i saw you looking at my favorite machine i call it the filler vanessa said as her final words i knew i'd be shocked if i said anything so i just stayed quiet it wasn't like I didn't get enough cock-shocking in the last day or two. After Vanessa issued her command, the machine turned around and placed me in one of those barrel-secured lids, leaving me in storage until I was to see night again. Chapter 18 Trisha, Day 4 Chastity Wake up, slaves! Last day of training. I wish you all the best of luck, as only one slave will be rewarded after today. I will be experimenting, now disciplining you, are regarding self-control. The slave who is able to last the longest without withdrawal from pleasure will be my personal assistant and gets their own holding cell in my room. The rest of you will spend the rest of your days locked up in my dungeon as testing subjects for my various machines. Maids to clean my home. Maintain my mansion locked up in a full slave gear, of course, and do any other low-level tasks that I wouldn't bother myself or anyone above you with. Now stand up, line up beside each other, remain silent, and keep your heads down. Waking up to Mistress Knight's screams was like music to my ears and a touch of pleasure to my naked body. The only problem was she wasn't in the room. The sound was coming from the set of speakers in the tops of the corners of the wall. Looking around, I noticed we were in some sort of small container like a room, where metal walls made up the interior, while the ground was hard dirt. Setting the detail of the environment aside, I stood up as instructed, lined up beside the nearest person to my left, and put my head down in silence. 
You have each been force-fed my pleasure cocktail as always, but today you will be locked up in full chastity and slave gear without any way of satisfying your desires. The ones who give in will remain in their chastity and slave gear indefinitely. Then you will be tortured and disciplined by Mistress Payne for a week, starting immediately. The last one standing will have her gear removed, outfitted to be my personal assistant for this year, and granted access to my personal quarters. A few members of my elite guards will be here shortly to apply the gear, then chain you up to each other. You'll be brought to the Xena plant fields to harvest, until the last slave remains. Now, I expect all of you to remain standing, head down, with your wrists crossed in front, and legs spread shoulder-width apart, until the guards get here to suit you up. Good luck, slaves. I'll see my champion when the others have fallen. I nodded my head down as Mistress Knight gave her command. Remaining in silence like the others, I could already feel the small sensation of lust inside of me. But the thoughts of getting tortured severely kept me stable. I wanted to be headmistress champion. All I knew was how to serve her, and it was with what I was created for. Regardless, the need for sex kept coming a bit more intense than the last. Once I thought about the pain I experienced, this sex drive quickly faded away. I didn't know the tolerance and the level of control the others were experiencing, but I sure knew I could beat their duration. The last thing on my mind was being a worthless slave like the rest. I was going to be her assistant no matter what the cost. Mistress's knight's guard stormed the room after a few minutes, wasting no time getting us suited up. There was one guard for each of us, where my handler placed a large black duffel bag beside me. I assumed the rest did the same, as I didn't want to turn my head, seeing it wasn't part of any type of instruction at this point. Watching her open the bag, she pulled the assortment of metal gear, one pair of heels, two pairs of thick circular cuffs, one black leather arm binder having two padlocks, a chastity belt, a chastity bra, and a metal bit gag. Once all the items were removed, the guard began clothing me. First came the heels, which had a large metal ring as the heel part, a metal length starting at the top of the circle that curved its way down and inward to the toe, with an ankle cuff with a small padlock on it attached by a straight metal length as the back of the heel. Surprisingly, when the heel was locked into place to my ankle, my foot felt rather comfortable on it. I guess one size fits all. <laughs> what didn't make sense was how to walk with no straps for the foot itself. As the guard secured the thick cuffs around my calves and thighs, the arm binder, and the gag, I felt a warm feeling under my foot, almost like it was being glued to the heel itself. Curious, I lifted my foot very slightly to only find out my foot was now one of the heel. Whatever that warmth was that it made my feet feel like one with the heels, like glue. If this is what headmistress wanted me to wear, I would wear it with pride and honor. When the guard finished placing the chastity gear on me, I was quite pleased by the items. I felt like I was more of a slave to headmistress this way. The bra itself was manipulated perfectly to fit both my massive breasts, revealing no cleavage at all. Along with that, there was an engraving of Mistress Knight's signature in small font on the sides of both of the cups. There was no way possible I could touch or feel them, even if my hands weren't secured in the arm binder. 
The same went for the belt. It was created with a very thick, shiny metal. It was engraved and padded on the inside, and it gave no possibility of touching the areas if covered. And it was secured with a very complex lock, such as my collar. Now knowing I was owned utterly and fully by Mistress Knight, it only made sense she lock up my pleasure areas. They were in her possession now. I didn't have a need for them any more. What stood out about the belt, though, was the thick metal butt plug and dildo. Feeling them stretch my holes once placed inside of me tested my tolerance as the sex drive was momentarily intense. I was happy that headmistress gave me this little bit of pleasure. Once the rest was geared up, the guards chained our collars to one another along with our chastity devices. Since I was at the front of the line, the leading guard took a long chain leash, attached it to a D-ring on her belt, and began leading us out of the room. It turned out we weren't in Mistress Knight's dungeon when we woke up. We were in the jungle, far away from the facilities. While I followed without question, I started raising my head to see that there were three moons up. It would be a hot day to work. Headmistress wanted to challenge us, it seemed. Walking for just a few minutes gave me the impression that with all this metal weighing us down, it would be a very brutal day for labor in this heat. I guess it could only be worse if I still needed to drink water. During the walk, I started to feel the need for sex come back, but more intense than the last as I had a slight desire to touch myself. Zoning out for a second, I stopped moving. The guard responded by tugging hard on the leash, and the sheer force of the pull forced me to my knees, but I quickly got back up and continued the walk. I needed to stop having these thoughts or at least have control of myself better. I didn't want to be the one to become a worthless slave like the rest. I couldn't let headmistress down. Once we got to the fields, the guards put us to work immediately alongside the large machines harvesting the plants as well. We were directly instructed to harvest with our mouths and place the plants in our own separate bins where the guards set up camp. We all did this without question. I knew there was no way we could harvest at the rate of the machines, but this was for our own challenge towards Mistress Knight to be her champion. The guards soon informed us that the one who did not harvest 100 plants per hour would be disqualified. If every single one of us failed on the first hour, no one would be the winner. Whoever maintained that pace and didn't pass out would surely be the winner. Two hours passed before the first passed out with exhaustion. I only saw a glimpse of her falling to the ground, and the guards retrieved her in my peripheral vision. I really didn't care about it, and my task wasn't to watch the others. Whoever she was, she wasn't worthy of Headmistress Knight, and she will get her reward for being a worthless slave. That just put me on one step closer to winning, and I wasn't even starting to get tired. It was a good thing my sex drive kept me boosting up my energy to fight through the sun, especially with the additional weight. I could tell my entire body was drenched in sweat, but I continued harvesting the plants as instructed. It wasn't until another three hours before the next person was eliminated from the game. While I was heading back to the plants, I saw her pass out in front of me. I didn't even look down as I stepped over her body while the guards quickly walked up to drag her to her fate of a worthless slave. Being five hours into work, I started to get extremely fatigued. My eyes kept shutting and it felt like I was going to be the next to collapse. 
It was just me and the other one. Whoever she was, I couldn't let her win. I came this far. I couldn't stop now. Curious to see her condition, I turned my head slightly to find her and realized she didn't even look tired at all. How could this be possible? Was she drugged with something special to get her through this? Getting my thoughts away from that, I continued working. The sex drive boost was starting to fail me. Hearing one minute warning before the hour, I grabbed the last plan I needed for the quota and headed back to the bin. My eyes were completely shut by force, and my knees started to fail me. It was now or never. With every last bit of strength in my body, I started sprinting for the bin, running with my eyes closed after resulting in tripping over and falling face first into the dirt. I could see the guards coming for me, but with the last sex drive boost at that very moment, it gave me the energy I needed to get up and walk the rest of the way. Finally getting to the bin, I placed the plant inside, then instantly collapsed, passing out. Congrats, my champion. You aren't as weak as I thought. Enjoy your rest on your new bed. When you wake, you can start your new life as my personal assistant. I guess in between serenity and rage is pure focus, but in between pleasure and pain lies full control, especially if you are the one administering it. Chapter 20. The Ring Mike! 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 Wake up! It's Cat! Listen closely. We don't have much time to talk. Night will be here soon. Also, your package? It's, it's massive. What the hell did they do to you? Also, why? Knight is a lesbian. Like, serious. What? Uh, where am I? Oh, let's not talk about that, okay? It wasn't difficult to tell Cat wasn't interested after looking at her facial expression when she spoke to me. This was the least of my concerns, though. You're bound to the chair leg again. Now listen to me. Last night, I found she's leaving to purchase a device that will be able to control Lexus. If she succeeds and controls Lexus tomorrow, it's over for all of us. There'll be no hope or no chance of freedom ever again. Wait, what? I'm so lost. Doesn't she already control Lexus? And why would it be all over for us if she did? Mike, listen to me. Ever since I first broke out, Knight was amused by me. And then when I kept doing it over and over, she started to become very frustrated. She tried everything to break me, torture, pleasure, bribery, blackmail. She even had me locked up for a month straight while being tortured and pleasured, hoping that would break me. It drove her to insanity. Nothing worked, though. But when she developed the machine just for me, I decided to convince her it worked. And I've been playing her ever since. The one thing she doesn't know is how I became enhanced like this. If she already controlled Lexus, Mike, we would have been locked up in a dungeon already forever trying to play against her. This time, though, she's going to buy something that will be able to do exactly that. If she controls Lexus, she'll be able to read everyone's mind, meaning we will never get another chance to escape. Okay, from what I've seen, the last week. I can believe anything at this point. What's the plan? What are we going to do? She's going to be here any minute. Now, I've gained her trust. I've noticed she's been a lot more lenient with my restraints. I know for a fact I can get out of them if she ties me the same way she did last night. From there, I'll come find you. Shit. Her heels. She's coming. Don't say a word. Hello, pets. 
I just came here to lock a few more things down before locking the two of you up before my trip tomorrow. You think a small army around the perimeter outside is good enough, along with a large group of my elite guards watching my home? Huh? <laughs> I'm sure nothing will happen, right? I know sometimes bandits think they can rob the place, but after many have tried and failed, I think you two will be safe. Oh, yes. Before I forget, pet cat, during my trip, I'm going to buy a nice set of chastity equipment from the same buyer of this ring and butt plug your friend over here is wearing. <laughs> you see, these two toys didn't cost me a billion arcs for nothing, you know. The female version is very similar with its functionality and commands. I'll give a demo of the ring and plug. I have to reward him for his training completion somehow. Fear poured itself into me faster than water into a glass. I didn't even think for a second that this kind of chastity was beyond earth. And seeing night move toward me, I tried to break away, actually scared about it. <laughs> Silly pet, you're not going anywhere. You'll be part of my trophy collection now. Ring, your owner has arrived. Knight said excitingly while I was in fear. Hello, headmistress Knight. My name is Sina. You are the sole owner of this ring. I am the AI that executes and maintains the ring by your command only. You have been scanned, identified, and your collar has been synced with the chastity ring and the chastity plug. Commands may only be executed through your voice. All you have to do is say ring before the command. Would you like a list of options? The second I heard that voice again, I kept my mouth shut and I didn't say a word. Yes, Sina, let my pet hear what I'm capable of now, Knight said. Configuration completed. Now, showing holographic command menu, please, Sina. Ring product type, the male enslaver, version 7.0, the maximum functionality and anal chastity plug, language detected English, measure units, metric, owner, headmistress, Knight, slave, Pet Mike. Chastity ring commands, mandatory settings, all can be changed at any time except chastity duration. Chastity duration, infinite. Chapter 21, Lockdown. You are officially owned by me, slave, just like your friend. Your new life will be serving as part of my trophy collection, and that ring will entertain me greatly when playing with you. Cat, as far as you, my personal assistant, it will take you to my bed and bind you, Knight said with an arrogant tone. Even realizing how screwed I truly was at this ring and how she had me plug in, I didn't come close to the shivers that went up to my spine when I saw Trisha enter the loft dressed in a full red body catsuit. Knight didn't. She couldn't have broken her. It was impossible. Denial only held me back so long until I saw her pick up Cat over her shoulder and carry her down the steps. Not even for a second did she look at me. It was almost like she was a robot, like the rest. Cat wasn't lying. Knight really did turn Trisha into a mindless slave. No, I, I, I didn't want to accept it. We needed Trisha on our side for the escape. 
but seeing her respond tonight like she was programmed and not even recognizing my presence brought me to reality about her. It killed me inside to think about it, but Trisha was now an obstacle like the rest. If she got in our way, we had to take her down. You know what I love about this ring? I can do anything I want, and it won't even leave a scratch or harm you in any way, actually. <laughs> That's the way pain should be after all, Ring. Simultaneously punished for Ring an anal plug with immediate submission intensity. Instantly, I could feel my cock being shocked, burnt, iced, grinded, squeezed alongside of my ass being set on fire. I shocked, drilled while the plug inflating. I screamed out in excruciating, mind-shattering pain. Oh, fuck! Stop! What the mistress? I'll submit! As a stream of tears went down my eyes. Ring. Stop punishment, then crush balls. The crushing wasn't as bad as the punishment, but actually feeling my balls being crushed with no delay still caused me to scream out instantly and tear up my mind, obliterating any pain left. No! No! Stop my balls, please! I beg you, headmistress! Ring. Stop crushing. Stretch balls down, then apart. After attach balls stretching, Twine to chastity plug them at an extremely slow pace retract. I watched in horror after the devastating pain. One piece of holographic twine formed around the top of my scrotum, loosely tight, while other pieces formed down the center and up between my balls and attached the twine at the top. Both started to squeeze and tighten until my balls were effectively spread. The last piece of twine forced a firm yet solid piece between my scrotum and it all started a slow retract. It wasn't even 30 seconds with this ring on and I was experiencing pain far beyond imaginable. The summation of Mistress Pain didn't even come close to this. Even though I wasn't being harmed in the slightest way, Knight didn't mind to mind control me. This ring... This thing that she did was the last but best thing, completely controlling every aspect of my cock. It instantly made me docile. I didn't want to feel that pain or crushing ever again. Whatever this bitch wanted, I would do it. I couldn't bear another second of that treatment. Ring, slave cock stats. Maximum length, 15 inches. Maximum girth, 3 inches. Maximum cum capacity, one liter. Time without orgasm, five minutes. Current location beside owner. Maximum anal capacity, ten inches. What? One liter? My balls would burst before then. How the actual fuck was that possible? And ten inches on my ass? No way, no fucking way, I thought. This was the final straw. I didn't want to spend another minute with this thing on me let alone forever, which brought up another concern. If she can't change the duration and I can't see the ring, how does it come off? Ring. Sheath and leash to waist. Now, slave, I'm going to release you from your restraints. I'm sure I won't have any problems walking you freely unbound. Yes, headmistress Knight. I'll follow you on my hands and feet with my head down as instructed. 
I really did get my money's worth now, didn't I, pet? See how much better it is when I'm happy? It'll be even better tomorrow. But all you have to concern yourself with now is listening to my instructions and be a good pet. If you're able to do that, you won't ever be punished and you will earn a lot of pleasure. Now I'm going to give you a choice. I want to see what you'll choose. Knight said wickedly, walking me to her bed. Yes, said Mistress Knight. Everything is amazing when you're happy. I'm glad you were so kind to purchase me this ring. I will do as you ask. I didn't even want to risk saying those words without anything but obeying and saying it in an obeying tone. It wasn't worth feeling this pain ever again. As long as this ring was on me, I was truly her submissive pet. Chapter 21, The Choice. There she was hogtied on the bed, legs spread, fully exposed with her ass up and gagged with a giant ball gag, with Trisha on standby beside her. I felt an erection coming on, if this thing or this ring would allow it. As you can see, pet cat over here is bound nice and tight, waiting to be fucked like the little skank she is. Since she is fully submissive now, she won't have a problem letting you rip her holes and absolutely destroying her with your great length, I own. I can imagine how incredibly painful it must be for her, though, <laughs> seeing how petite she is. She probably won't enjoy it at all. Anyway, these are all of your options. One, you may fuck her in every hole, on her tits, legs, arms, whatever the hell you want to do with her, and have the granted privilege to come without punishment. You will be fully untied and free to move as you like, while we watch you do your work for your own satisfaction. But there is one thing. You should know if you choose this option, Cat will be tortured for the next three days straight by Mistress Payne to compensate for your pleasure while you're locked up in your cell. Or two, you can choose to not have sex, sparing her from being tortured. She will be simply locked up in her cell with no consequence. You, though, will not receive an orgasm for the next month and be locked up in my trophy room for the next two weeks. During this time, you will undergo one of my experiments. The next words out of your mouth will be your choice. You have 30 seconds. So my options were fuck or be completely fucked. Great, I thought. There was no way I could do this to Kat. As much as I wanted to have sex with her, she wouldn't get any pleasure out of it. Then she would be tortured for the next three days. After experimenting and experiencing Mistress Payne firsthand, I wouldn't condemn her on anyone. I had to take one for the team. If she wasn't here for the escape, it would be for a total bust. The worst part, if I had no idea of this experiment and how it was going to be so torturous, the cock ring was brutal enough, but I didn't want to even imagine what else she had in store for me. Killed me to say it, but I did. Option two, headmistress Knight. I said, keeping my head down. Wow. Sacrificing your own pleasure for someone you barely know. Either you're quite noble or an idiot. Trisha, bring my pet to her cell. To the trophy room, slave, Knight said, tucking the leash. Chapter 22. What did I get myself into? I expected to be walked to some inner part of her mansion, but instead, 
She led me to her bedroom through the door. I noticed a while back. It turns out it was a washroom. A washroom with an inner door that brought us to her balcony. It was strange enough to have a door leading to the balcony from her washroom, but her balcony was impressive to say the least. It was a large circular area covered by a glass dome. It was pretty much a greenhouse formed in the shape of a half a bubble. The only peculiar aspect of this museum was it only had one object. From a distance, it looked like a metal stock with a seat and four large oxygen tanks. But when I saw it close up, I was consumed by a jaw-dropping fear. I was partially right. It was a metal stock with a small bench, except it was to hold my cock, not my actual head. The second night instructed me to sit on it. I complied without a second thought. The stock itself was just a long metal two-by-four that stood at the height of my neck while I sat down. When I did this, she led my cock through the hole, then tightened the stock to securely hold my dick in place via a crane on a shaft on my side. Lucky enough for me, she was ever so kind to have the circumference of the hole padded with leather as it tightly constricted my cock in place. At the top of the stock, there was a small chain she clipped to my collar, allowing my head a bit more freedom to look not so far over my shoulders. The bottom of the stock had a built-in leg spreader bar bent in a V-shape that came out of the front base of the stock, which she secured my ankles. I was simply bound in a straight sitting position with my cock being trapped in the stock. As for my arms, Knight locked them behind my back in a simple piece metal cuff where a chain ran from the cuff to the bottom of the bench. The last thing she ordered me to do was open my mouth while she stuffed it with two pairs of thin panties made out of a strange fabric. Following this, she harnessed my head with a very restrictive panel gag, ensuring the panties were not going to fall out anytime soon. Next, she took a rubber cup that was connected to the four air tanks to my right side and strapped it securely to my mouth. Finally, she pulled a small remote out of her pocket and pressed the button on hold. I can't believe I let her bind me on all this. This is humiliating. God, please, Vanessa, wherever you are, please don't take too long. Never in my days would I have imagined being restrained on this evil male restriction tool. The premise of this fucking machine was literally being held in place by my cock alone. I wouldn't condemn this on any male. She is such a sadistic bitch. They all need to pay for this. I need to be punished for everything they've done over this last ten years. Really? Knowing my fate was sealed, unless Vanessa did come through. I was stuck. As you can see, pet, you are not my only trophy. Look around you. This is my entire collection. While you watch, ring erection and girth to maximum size, fully lubricate, then cycle pleasure options with extreme intensity on both the ring and plug. Once come storage is at 100%, use internal semen vaporization to empty them. Voila! Suddenly, many pieces of the floor started to uncover as dozens of women in a different restraint scenario like me arose. The only difference, though, is no one else had air tanks beside them. These women, 
though they were far more gorgeous than the rest it looked like they were literally sculpted to the epitome of the perfection of what miss victoria or whomever wanted all these women had something unique about them to be hmm, my pet they all served as my pet at one point once i got bored of them they had no use to me any more so i decided to start a collection since they don't age or require anything external to survive i simply wipe their minds into thinking they were trophies and i haven't heard a complaint since tomorrow cat will join them as her use will finally come to an end don't worry though you'll serve as my pet for many years this will just be your storage place since this device was gifted to me and i didn't have mails at the time i thought it was a great chance to make use of it this is also an experiment of mine you see those two pair of panties are very very special they were actually designed to hold whatever liquid they absorbed indefinitely think of them like a sponge that is always wet no matter how hard you try to dry it one pair is soaked in my cum while the other is soaked in my pussy juices as for that gas mask those barrels will constantly pump the smell of my body and sex through the tube for you to constantly inhale while this is happening your cock will be pleasured to the highest degree by the ring and plug unfortunately as part of the experiment you're not allowed to orgasm or release any cum which is why it'll be internally emptied the process is painless as you will just feel your balls shrinking all this does is give you something even less satisfying than having it ooze out not having it come out at all the problem with your balls is that they are simply too small compared to that monster cock i own they can only hold a liter of cum at the maximum, which isn't good enough for me. To solve this dilemma, the twine will slowly stretch your balls down and apart, making your ball sack larger. Then as your balls are constantly loaded with cum to the maximum, they'll start to expand. Of course, this is only possible through Xena's extract, which allows this to happen. I guess after six hours, your balls will be as big as apples, which should double your capacity. Don't worry. When the twine fully retracts, they'll stop enlarging. The goal of this experiment is to turn you into my custom sex slave, which I will have use of you again in two weeks when the experiment is done. Once finished, you will be so deprived from orgasm that your thoughts will simply just be about wanting to come. <laughs> Not matter how much I let you, even if I do. Along with that, just after a few hours of it being deprived of my taste and smell, you will want nothing more than to eat me out. If all works as planned, you'll be my personal oral sex slave controlled by the need to orgasm, along with the mind-controlling addiction of craving my smell and juices. You'll bring me so much pleasure and happiness, my soon-to-be oral sex slave. Ring. Start pleasure. See you in two weeks. Not even two seconds into descent past before I felt the pure ecstasy of the ring and plug and sink. My moans of pleasure just resulted in me tasting night sex every time I bit into that fabric along with her smell, not being my only oxygen source. 
This was all up to Mistress Vanessa now. She was literally the last resort. I didn't know how long I could take this. <laughs> Whatever her plan, she was needed to do it quickly. Chapter 25, The Raid. Victoria, I didn't expect to find you here. It's almost a bigger surprise that the unexpected six others locked up with you. I wasn't the first one to make a mistake. I don't even remember or recognize any of them. Who are they? Exactly. That's what the bitch wants everyone to think. Names aren't important right now. Listen, we all know why you're here and what you want. I'm just glad we aren't the only ones to challenge her. Some of the others have waited years for this chance. For saving us, you have your unconditional loyalty. Let's put this dictator in her place. I'm glad we're all on the same page. Trust me, I'm going to make things better when this is all over. Just know that once we head out those doors, there's no turning back. There's only two ways this can end. And in both of them, she will be reduced to nothing less than a worthless prisoner to the slaves who will soon be her owners. Let's get this rebellion started then. I'll explain everything later. We need to take her down. And now. Chapter 26. Five hours later in Knight's Trophy Room. Samantha. Go close the dome. I think they got enough sunlight for one day. I want to do some roots. I'm bored. <laughs> hey, Sophie, I got a joke for you. What's the difference between one of headmistress's trophies and an experimental subject? Hmm? What's the difference, Samantha? Huh? There is no difference. Get it? Because they're all her slaves. <laughs> Would you be offended if I said you needed to be shot for how bad that joke was? Samantha? No comment? I see how it is. Wait, where did you come from? Hmm? Target's down. Bind them up. Get him on the cart. He is immobile with the ring. Object two. Breach and clear night's quarters and find cat. Thank goodness she came through. I thought in relief. I wouldn't have lasted another minute on that thing before going insane. It was truly a great pleasure to see Victoria and Vanessa uncloak from invisibility, then stealthily take down those two guards. Even though I didn't realize or even recognize the faces of the other six members, I knew they were in on the plan. Keeping the past experience with Victoria in mind, and part of me was glad to see her, knowing she was actually on our side. Regardless of being bound and moved around on a cart, I didn't complain. The fact I wasn't smelling night sex anymore meant the world to me. Having a butt plug and cock ring constantly pleasuring made moving not impossible. So, <laughs> it was really not possible. So it wasn't like I had a choice. Seeing I was completely useless to all this plan, all I did was sit back and watch the plot unfold. I couldn't keep, though, any thoughts in mind due to the extreme pleasure I still was facing. My balls larger than ever to the point that I actually didn't even want to look at them. I was expecting the strange process of my semen being removed internally to hurt. Rather, I didn't feel a thing at all. <laughs> that happened. Wow. It made my balls shrink. Once we got back into Knight's room, her guards were quickly apprehended from the surprise knockout gas and overwhelming force the team brought on them. They didn't even have time to yell or sound an alarm. 
The guards were collected, then piled up in a corner of the room bound. It only took Victoria a few minutes to retrieve Cat. The rest exited Knight's room to start taking over the mansion. That's what brought me to one question. Where the hell was Trisha? Holy shit, Mike, are you okay? Give me a second. I'll get this gag off of you. Cat, don't! That ring controlled by Knight is constantly working on him. He will just moan and give away our position. We gotta get that ring off. You know this wasn't even possible without him. Listen, Cat, I know. But that ring isn't coming off. Mistress Vanessa told me all about Knight's plans with the ring. She set it to an infinite time that can't be changed. It's better we don't touch it, otherwise he might get punished by it, or even worse, which I don't think we would like, or he would like, for that matter. Don't hold your breath about him. His only purpose is to be used as our ticket out of here, and you know that. Wait, what are you talking about, Victoria? Cat, stop playing around, stupid. I brought him here because Lexus wanted me to. She needs him for some reason. I don't know what she's going to do, but I really don't care. All I know is once she has him, she'll guide us to freedom. Enough wasting time. Stick to the plan. Now grab a hold of the cart and let's bring him to the Lexus. The others are probably sawing the door locks as we speak. Victoria, when did you ever mention us? We give him to her, then what? What if she finds, like, mind slaves or, or makes them even worse than that? Cat, grab the cart and push him. Stop wasting time. Not until you tell me what the hell this is all about. Cat, you are going to join the guard shortly, and I will leave you on this hellhole, okay? Lexus is our only chance out. She can do what she pleases with him. We don't have a choice. I've been tortured and fucked for the last few weeks or so, and now this is my only chance to freedom. Push the cart, or you will join the rest of them. Cat didn't even say another word, and she began following Victoria with me. I know she wanted to stand up for me, but I didn't want her to pay that ultimate price. I wanted to say something, but I knew it would have to be the way it is. I couldn't believe Victoria was still a ruthless bitch using me as her ticket out of here. What the hell did Lexus want with me anyway? I had to say, though, the only part about having this constant pleasure was that it didn't put fear into my mind about what Alexis wanted with me. I, I just don't even know. Reaching the hall of the room Lexus was held in, I saw a large metal vault door as it was open, like a holographic field was embedded in it. How they opened a lock so complex was beyond me. Although getting closer, I realized it wasn't actually a holographic field at all. It was some sort of opaque force field. There it is, ladies. The door only human flesh can pass through. This is what she was hiding from us all along. And now her secrets will be revealed as her greatest nightmares. Cat, do the honors and push him in. I won't do it. Mistress Vanessa, will you? With pleasure. Cat, step aside. Let's have a chat about a few things. All I could think about was coming. My balls were loaded to the max. I didn't even care as Vanessa wheeled me through the field. Stopping right in front of the door for a split second, she proceeded to kick me off the cart through it. As I passed through the field, it felt like I traveled in time to a whole new world. It was the first moment in the last few hours 
where all pleasure and sex instantly vanished from my mind. It was like the cock ring, the plug suddenly malfunctioned. I could actually stand up, walk, and take off the gag to finally get those panties out of my mouth. Chapter 27. Lexus. What? What, what is this place? Did I travel to some sort of other dimension? Did I go through a portal? Well, at least the damn cock ring and butt plug stopped working, I thought. Before me was something I couldn't actually explain. I wasn't able or even, even to tell if it was some figment of my imagination, an actual world or a room. There was no walls, no doors, sky, people, nothing. There was just a floor and some sort of transparent blue floor, which looked like glass. Everything else was darkness before me. Even turning around, I noticed the field I came through was gone. Hello, Mike. I've been expecting you. I'm sure you know by now, my name is Lexis. I wish I could say the same. Listen, I've been through a lot in the last week, and I really still can't tell if I'm dreaming or not. Things I can't even explain have been happening every day, and it's starting to really get to me. Whatever you are or want from me, just get it over with. I can't take much more of this. Relax, Mike. I know everything. I know all about what you've been through, and I'm here to let you know this is not a dream. I want to make everything better for you. For some reason, I can't believe that. Cat is the only one who hasn't treated me like an object so far. Where are you, or are you just a voice in my head? Look behind you, Mike. Afraid of what I might see, I slowly turned my head around, only to become mesmerized, thoughtless, and speechless at the sight in front of me. After everything I went through, seeing her was worth it all. The images I speculated of Lexus didn't match, nor come close to the vision before me. Her name gave off she was a woman, but the only aspects that identified her as such was her face and body. Her body was slim, with an hourglass figure of my height and breasts which were not giant like the rest, but perfectly sized to her body. The most stunning part was her skin. It was different shades of light blue, where the darker blue regions went over her private areas, while the lighter shades made up the rest of her body. Two of these dark blue, uniquely shaped ribbon lengths ran down the sides of her neck, around her breast, down her stomach to her crotch. I assumed it went all the way up her back as well. Face aside, her skin was made out of a mixture of circuits with a digital and holographic appeal. The face, on the other hand, was the most unbelievable, unique, highly detailed, perfect face that put the rest of the women I've seen to shame. Slightly curved, perfectly symmetrical, eyebrows ran a little past the length of her eyes, every single hair in the identical, most perfect spot. It was amazing to look at. Her eyelashes were triangular-shaped, where each pair of parallel hairs, which were equally spaced apart, pointed to each other down the path of every eyelid, giving off a web-like appeal when she blinked. Her nose was shaped flawlessly to match her face. The lips, which looked like they were practically made for kissing, had impeccable creases that gave for an uncommon design with curved nature for their shape. I instantly fell in love with her, just from one glance. Short, thick, defined shades of dark and light blue ran above her neck with endless and resting 
Sides of her jaw curved inward towards her neck. Lex's eyes were the last part of her I looked at for a specific reason. Without fully making eye contact, I knew I'd be sucked into staring at her like she was hypnotizing me. Once I finished checking out the rest of her body, I slowly moved my vision into the mind-controlling abyss of pure absolution. As I locked and staring deeply into her astonishing rounded blue digital eyes, my sight, mind, and heart was taken by her. I physically couldn't turn my head or even look away. Now locked into her, which I assumed were her intentions, she began slowly approaching me. The next thing I knew was her hands around my neck, followed by her staring deep into my eyes to secure an everlasting stare. I wasn't able to look away, speak, think, or move. I was paralyzed in an extraordinary way. Mike, I want to explain to you what I am. The only way I can do such a thing is by explaining what I am not. I'm not a human. I'm not an artificial intelligence. I'm not an illusion or a hologram, nor am I controlled by a source. I am most importantly, I am not anything you have already imagined or think I am. To you, my body may look like the circuits on a motherboard, but they're actually the summation of a series of microscopic parts that make up my anatomy. You see me as a female, and you are technically correct in your language, but I am far more. In terms you can understand, I am very advanced. I am a pure generation of human. You will never understand what I am. If I try to explain so, I want you to view me as a mixture of the most power supercomputer on a level multiplied by a hundred million times, a human without all the insufficiencies of the body and the most intelligent, artificial, intelligent thing you could ever imagine. Explaining what I am capable of is impractical. It is beyond the human capacity of intellect and imagination, so I will not waste our time with that. What you have to know, Mike, is Jessica wasn't bluffing when she said she left to retrieve something that could control me. It's a special collar made by my race that we use to control threats from others. How one of them got into the wrong hands was a fatal mistake, but now that Jessica's in possession of it, we are all at risk. At one point, I was her best friend and helped her build this place from the ground up, but then she changed. She started to get power hungry and turned this place into what is today a reflection of her mind. That's why she locked me up here. Jessica knew controlling me wasn't like controlling humans. She feared me. She feared I could overtake her at any moment. Of course, she believed she wouldn't be here possible, regardless of the fact that I never had such intention. My oath of trust in serving her unconditionally once meant something to her until she became the control monster she is. I know what you are thinking. I can read your thoughts. Why would I support her and her activities of making female milk plants, mind-controlling others, experimentation and modification, torture, and so on, simply because it doesn't affect me? You know, I do have emotions and share only some similar to humans. The only actions that I could refuse to perform is killing any experimentation or modification that doesn't benefit a person in any way or anything else that doesn't keep a human human. 
Those are the main morals of my race, and we have zero tolerance for it. In other words, that's why I helped her develop formulas from Zena's extract. The elimination of the need to sleep, eat, drink, defecate towards great benefits along with the human heart, regulating everything the body needs to survive for thousands of years will close to no aging. I am also positive you can't argue the increased healing factor in recovery was another great breakthrough. Everything she created was under my terms of supervision, but she didn't question it at that time. Then she started to want more. Her dominatrix nature slowly took over. She saw she could live a fantasy. This didn't bother me at first, keeping slaves, creating milk plants. Her machines of pleasure and torture didn't affect me, as I knew Zena's extract would compensate by keeping their bodies in perfect shape at all times. Notice how no one has actually gotten hurt in any way. That was because of the rules and restrictions I set up. You can thank me for that. Then she wanted a way to control everyone. Where the collars came into play, this all started out with buying the technology and buying the technology collars from a third-party source that had me modify them to allow her complete control. The collar she has is the master collar or the mistress collar, if you are her. It was specifically designed so I couldn't read her mind or have any access to it at all. It works like this. She thinks of a command by thought or voice. Then it gets transmitted to her, i.e. system, which then gives me the confirmation that I can perform the command. This way, she was in full control and I couldn't do anything unless I had her approval. It was mandatory everyone wore those collars, but... What she didn't say was they couldn't be taken off without her say. Having the ability to paralyze someone just by thought if they attempted anything against her was beyond any control I've seen. Although there was one flaw in the system was the mind reading. She needed me. I can only accomplish this by being in close proximity of the person which is why, when I modified the collars, I basically forged an extension of myself into them, allowing me to read from any distance. The flaw was Jessica would never know if I am told the truth about the other's thoughts when she asked, even if she punished me. Next, she wanted mind control where it still bothered me. I would simply perform this through touch or wirelessly through the collars. At first, the process was very lengthy until she found out torturing someone into submission allowed me to hack into their minds a lot faster. Now her preferred method is extreme pleasure as it doubles the speed. What she didn't know was I made a copy of everyone's mind, which was the reason I was okay with it. Knowing I could reverse the process allowed me to understand there was no harm in doing it. As for the nanobots... They were a necessity to help sink the control of the mind and body. The female guards that looked like robots and the products and mind control, they are human. In fact, they are recycled from the previous year's failures. The 240 that didn't make it are replaced every year, so the old ones become mind-controlled guards. Not the milk plants, though. The old ones get a special treatment after a year of service. To distinguish the guards from the others, they go through a process that coats their body and their naked body, and it becomes their apparel. 
The private areas of their bodies are coded specifically to be hidden because they have no use of them anymore. You mean you can have sex with them still, but with that, those sex slaves are made according to Jessica. Then came her last requirement, control over me. This room I'm locked in was her temporary solution without my knowledge. She created a special net, which this room is made out of the same material she calls electronic containment, or EC for short. She had her elite guards take me by surprise, with the intentions to capture me with the net, leaving myself powerless to them. Immediately I became furious. After the realization, she disregarded my trust, having me locked up in here. She knew I wouldn't cooperate with her commands after this. But do you blame me? That's why she fitted the room entirely with electric modes capable of severely hurting me. By being exposed to extreme electric current, it overloads my activating one of my internal defense mechanisms, which forces me to comply with her commands. But it was an exception for the mind reading because I could lie and she would never know it. How do you think Cat managed to escape? Unfortunately, it was a shame the others didn't figure out I was actually informing Jessica about any thoughts of treason. Her treats and control were just severe, too severe, I guess. But all that changed once Cat got extremely enhanced by accident. As for Victoria, once Cat managed to talk to her about me, we had a triangle of communication started. Now you want to know why I told Victoria to choose you. In short, you are the most competent person I could find related to one of the dominatrixes being Trisha. So far, everything has been going as planned, which is why you are currently in this room with me. For your predicament with that ring and plug, the reason why they stopped working was because of me. If I am in a close proximity or touch anything electronic or computerized, I can hack, then control it in a matter of seconds. This includes anything holographic. Listen, I understand you're curious about how this all started, but I can't satisfy your confusion any further. We're running out of time. The only way I'm getting out of this room is if I am inside your body. I will transfer myself into your collar, then release the nanobots. A part of me will be present in every nanobot, giving me full control of them. No, I can't just stay in the collar. It won't work. The field will hold you back. Yes, I will be able to control your body, but I won't mind control you. We will be in complete control together. This will allow you to think faster, move faster, react faster, and a lot more actions you aren't capable of now. How can I trust you? You really can't. But if you want to be Jessica's slave and wear that ring and plug for all of eternity, be my guest. Did I mention I can hack the ring so you are the owner of it? Yes, that's correct. I can do that. Yes, I can do it right now. But first, you need to know this. I no longer serve Jessica. I want to serve you for helping me out of this prison, but with one simple change. You will treat me as your equal in every possible aspect, in every way. All you have to do is think. I accept being one with Alexis and give you my body and mind and access to her. I will treat her as my equal, and under no circumstances will I treat her in any way but such. Good. Now, this will only hurt a bit. 
once I activate the nanobots. Ouch! That hurt a lot! I am inside of you now. Relax. Yes, I am the voice inside your head now, as promised. You are in control of the ring and plug. Unfortunately, I can't hack past the ring's duration. You will have to ask Jessica how to deactivate it. No. Don't take the plug out. Just trust me. You need it, okay? Really? You want me to keep it inside my ass even though I can take it out now? Whatever. I'll just make it smaller and sheath myself. Now what's the plan? Okay. I will let you be in control until you need a little extra help. Walk a few meters forward, then turn around and run as fast as you can until you get through the field. Go quick. Once we get through it, you should know I have no idea what to expect. If we have to take down a guard or someone else, just get in a few meters of them, fight them if you have to, then I will hack and activate the collar to knock them out. It should only take a few seconds. The plan is simple. We meet up with the others, take down Jessica, you take the collar, I hack it, you get control, then we escape. Sounds easy enough, I guess. Wait, if the others are still on the other side, don't freak out and hack them, okay? And this concludes part six of the Dominatrix Games. Until then, we'll see you next Friday. Make all your fantasies become a reality. <laughs>